This what, is what actually are the, what we, are the words that are oh, off limits, Mark? I was gonna ask. Yeah, she's, actually, what she's words are offensive to your so, people? Yeah, so, <laughs> I don't offend to your people. <laughs> to your kind. What, what bothers your kind? Where you come from? Oh man. Okay, no, wait. That's too funny. So that's, what do you mean, you people? You people. I love it, Jamie. Uh, okay. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. This is Maggie. And Mikey. And Jamie. And today we have invited another special guest to join us. Super seasoned and special guest. (laughs) (laughs) Mark. 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 Uh, We're glad to have you, Mark. That is special funny. in a good way, right? Yes, super special Seasoned in a good way. And special. I think everybody, though, that gets to join on the podcast is super special. I it's like to true. think of it that way. In a good so, way. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you have joined an exclusive club of, I think, probably I will, like eight, maybe nine people now that have, that have got to talk on the podcast in between this season and the season before. Sweet. Yeah. Yes, so Sweet. welcome it's aboard. It's an honor. Yes. It's I am honor. honor. I am honor. Yeah. We appreciate you being on. So I, I did, okay, so we'll go ahead and just set the stage here up front that I use the word seasoned and Maggie asked this question before we started. So, so Mark, people are going to discover this throughout the episode that you are a little bit more seasoned than the rest of us. That's right. I'm more grown up than you are. That's, that's, there you go. <laughs> so that's what the, that's what you're trying to say. Yes. You He's are deep, more grown up deeper into middle life. Than and we so are. that's right. So because Mark, we'll get into how we know you a little bit and stuff like that, but because you're kind of an open book for us and I really like that about you, Maggie asked a really good question right before we started, and it was, do you remember what it was, honey? If not, I will ask it for you. Um, what, what, no, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> she just doesn't <laughs> want to be the one to ask it. I want to know that when, when, you know, when we're talking about someone who is, is uh, generations More you know, older than us, whatever, what are, what are offensive yeah, words Yeah, yeah, what say? words do you prefer is to Is old hear? a bad word? No. Okay. No. I'm not, well, first of all, you guys know me well enough to know I don't offend. You don't really get offended. I don't offend easily. Mm-mm. No. But no, I just... Those things don't bother me, man. Well, that's I good. mean, I think there are guys, there are other guys that are my age that that bothers. Yeah. Doesn't. No. No, no. I like it then. So. Now, yeah. if I was, if I was bent over and decrepit. Yeah. And had no hair. But you have lush head hair. So. If yeah. I had, if I had all these things yeah. that were not, that I don't have. Yeah. I might take issue with it. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, but so then do you think you take more issue with it if people try and dance around it and say <laughs> things to try to not purposefully sound offensive? You mean like, like seasoned? You mean like seasoned? seasoned? <laughs> or advanced? <laughs> advanced. He's or not more, a piece of meat, Michael. Or what did Jamie say? More Farther ahead in the middle life? Yeah. More middle life? Yeah, yeah. more yeah. middle yeah, life. Yeah, where more would you, what, what word would you use? Because we, we call ourselves the middle life because we are no longer in our youth, but we don't feel like we've reached midlife yet. So what would your podcast be called, What would your podcast be called? We sprung that on him. Yeah, we did. Wow, that's a, the back 40. If you need to take a minute, the if you need to take the podcast, 40. think about it. The back yeah. 40. Yeah, the downhill run, Jamie. <laughs> the back 40. Uh, we've lost Maggie. Oh, my God. Coasting all the way now. <laughs> Sorry, wow. Mark. The uphill climb You came is here over. to our podcast, we are, and we've up, done nothing no, but offend I'm you. I'm digging this, man. We, I'm digging this. We basically, and I, I will also point out that <laughs> this fair, is- To be fair, we've had my father on the show, which yes, I'm, uh, I believe they're about the same age. That is true. How did, how did he do? 
He did great. He, he hasn't really. been back on. He was he? Been back. It was, he was on season one. And how? <laughs> he hasn't been back on. It's true. But how? not because he wasn't he just, good. He just, he, just, no. he just doesn't live around. No. How, he was was he, how was he treated, Jamie? Uh, with respect. <laughs> Wait. I think we accused him of addiction. Uh, oh, we did. We did. Yeah, we talked about because he's re- addicted to Diet yeah. Coke. Diet yes, Coke addiction. But that's, yes, that's we basically yeah. used it as a, uh, um, in, 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 was it an intervention <laughs> for yeah. his Diet Coke addiction? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it was pretty good. Uh, so An update. He's still... He's still he still drinks I think so. <laughs> yeah, we didn't ever, we didn't ever we pray, didn't help pray it all. out of him. Oh. So, <laughs> anyway, Mark, thanks for thanks for joining us and for taking our uh, our cred here. Appreciate no, thank it. you for so. asking me. I love you guys. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, all right, so uh, I do want to just briefly run into. I think a lot of people that listen know who you are, Mark, because you're a cool guy. But how how we know you, anyways, um, is essentially I'll just say that. So I met you the first time we ever visited uh, the new church that we're going to, um, Old Town and Forest Grove. We'll just rep them because we all go there. Um, <clears throat> and it was the first Sunday that I attended, actually. And after the service, I don't know why, but you were you were up there playing percussion. And I was like, I want to go talk to him. He seems cool. Oh, and I remember so, that. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went up and talked to you, Mark. And you were just like super duper duper engaging and really easy and comfortable and fun to talk to. I remember our first conversation. I won't re, you know, can't it here. But um, nobody talked to me. No, that's right. I did. <coughs> that's true. You did. I, I did. Because yes. when Mike said, oh, yeah, Jamie plays percussion, too. Oh, yeah, oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. And I came yeah, down I tried and said, to get hey, you in. man. Yeah, that's start, true. Yeah. That's and right. I stood there awkwardly then for said, five <laughs> minutes. I was like, that's okay. right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but Jamie's really good with first impressions. Yeah. <laughs> so since then, so that means we've known Mark for almost 18 months now. Uh, pretty close to that. Feels and, way uh, longer, though. But yeah, what's crazy is that in that amount of time, Mark, you and your beautiful bride, Mel, have become our, like, our family. And it's mm-hmm. it's just been a cool ride. And so since we started season two, we've all been like, we got to get Mark on the show. So yeah, uh, anyway. legitly. <coughs> so I'm glad wow. been, I'm glad you did. Yeah. We've been looking uh, forward to it, and we uh, we all four of us sitting around the table play um, on our our church's band. And mm-hmm. Mark's a percussionist. Jamie's a percussionist. Yep, play mm-hmm. the drums, and it's it's. It's been one heck of a ride. It's been awesome. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. we're going to continue. You guys are a great it. addition, all of you. Yes, thank you. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> okay. Mark, what do you think of our podcast? Oh, wow. I think it's a lot of fun. Now, I've listened to several. I haven't listened to all of them yet. And some I can relate to and some I can't. Okay. But you know what I found really cool is that I've, I've had, um, I, you have preconceived ideas. You, you, you put judgments in your mind of things you don't know much about. Mm-hmm. You're saying that we do that? No, people. Oh, people. People okay. in general. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Especially yeah. you. Yes, thank but you. People in general. <laughs> <laughs> Especially you. I was listening the 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 one you did with Jason, our other good buddy, mm-hmm. uh, talking about gaming. Yeah. And that is so foreign to me. And mm-hmm. so and and so and all I know about gaming is what I read, what I see in movies, mm-hmm. and the stereotypes of that. Mm. So it was very enlightening to me to listen to that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Indeed. Because I've always I've always pigeonholed gamers as being these guys that are you know locked in a basement. This is like what dark, we were talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. All that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and never see the light of day. Don't have any real friends. Their friends right. are all virtual, you know. And so, but that was very that was very enlightening to me. I really oh. enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. How funny oh. I would I see for me. That's a that's a that's a perspective I I right and I wouldn't have thought of. And when we recorded that episode, I don't think that that was necessarily something I was thinking of as as an outcome of it. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. So what yeah. Mark is also saying is that our podcast isn't just for people in the middle life t- 
to listen to either. Right. So that's right. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate even them. somebody <laughs> seasoned like me can glean little nuggets I, out of this. You thing. know, I think I think the great thing about it is They're not easy to find, Mike. But I you like, can find. I like you, Mark. Is either people are in middle life. They're about to get into it, or they've been in it at some point. Yeah, and I yeah. think, I think no matter what generation you come from, you can relate to some part of it and understand the confusion yep. that comes along with being in a spot in life where you have people that kind of feel superior to you because of their their age and you know yeah. stature, and yeah. then also feel you know where you have to kind of um, mentor the next generation coming up, and mm-hmm. that's an awkward place to be. You know, That's so fair. Yeah. yeah, I like it. So, all right. One one uh, question I just want to start off with just to kind of ice break this whole thing a little bit more. Not that we haven't already done that, but uh, <clears throat> I need you guys to help settle a marital dispute that Maggie and I had earlier in the week. Oh, and I got her attention. Um, so, <laughs> so, so Maggie, uh, the the question basically is, and you don't have to answer quite yet, is spoons or forks? So. I'll explain. Now, is there a way for us to not know who picked what, and then we can unbiasedly give you our opinion yes. on what yes. is correct? Okay. Absolutely. So one of us, mm-hmm. one of us is a spoon person, meaning that we prefer <laughs> to do the majority of our food consumption mm-hmm. with a spoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. The majority of things you know that you obviously don't need a knife for, or don't need a fork specifically to stab. And then the other one prefers to eat most things with a fork, with the exception of maybe like soup or you know something like that so gotcha, gotcha. so i'm curious uh if if you if you could peg yourself as one or the other where you do primarily go for the spoon or the fork mm. i'm curious well <laughs> maybe maybe we should give a meal scenario like okay let's start with let's start with like macaroni wait, wait, and okay cheese. i have a question though first yeah H- how far in how far did this argument go took, took first i mean did you guys were there blows? did somebody like we've grab their keys and like go out to the minutes. car and huff for a while we've, yeah. we've, back in? Yeah. we've always known that this is a dispute minutes. between the two yeah, well of us. it's always been kind of like an unspoken like well that's stupid that's why there's kind of a, a fork yeah, hole in the why wall. In, why yeah. in the world would you use a fork for this or why in the world would you use a spoon for this like right? that doesn't make any sense right. gotcha. and so um and i don't think either of us truly eat anything super abnormally with one utensil or the other it's not like one of us is cutting steak with a spoon or anything like that unless it's a serrated spoon um which we don't Spork. have. You know so. you're doing well in your marriage when your arguments uh, <laughs> focus yeah. around spoons and forks. It's true. Like, We've gotten all the... the could have been worse. We got the heavy stuff out of the yeah. way a long time ago. That's right. That's <laughs> this right. is the stuff Where's we argue about I'm now. surprised that hands weren't an option. <laughs> just, yeah. you know. Oh, that's yeah. that's fair. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's just true. take them both that's out of fair. the equation and just yeah. use your hands. That would solve a lot of arguments. <laughs> that would. That's true. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, now we like stalled that. long enough. Okay. Spoons or forks? Well, like I said, if we were to pick a meal, like macaroni and cheese. That's a good one. Spoon or fork? Well, is is what kind? Of, what do you have in the mac and cheese? You got anything like meat and stuff? No, we're just talking just craft macaroni and cheese, and cheese, which I would never eat, by the way. That's okay. Let's spoon. let's pretend it's you go with yeah, a spoon. Yeah, spoon. and spoon. I and okay. I also have to go spoon. Huh. Okay, all right, fair. That's okay. good. Maggie looks smug, and I don't know <laughs> if that means something. Okay, um, mashed potatoes and gravy, spoon, fork. Okay, really? Yep. Gravy because I'm eating everything else with a fork. Oh. Um, if I got okay. if I got mashed potato and gravy, I probably got roast. I beans wasn't thinking sour. about the rest of wait, my wait, wait, life. Wait, wait, no. Yeah. But you, so. you ha- I was thinking of <laughs> just right. the mashed potato gravy. If I'm situation. having a bowl of mashed potatoes and gravy, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Spoon. Okay. Huh. All right. Yeah, but p- pretend at these meal placements that you're presented both options. So, okay. Um, and you might it, be clear. You might want okay, to be so more I'm clear sitting down. Yeah. 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 We need more. No, that's all right. That's right. Do you have any other ones that you can think of? Let me think. Um, 
I mean, if you're talking like spaghetti, I'm clearly going um, fork. Cake. Cake. Yeah. I like spoon with cake. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fork. Fork. <coughs> and I don't know why. Okay. I just, I've always preferred Kay. that actually. Does okay. it make a difference to you? What utensil you choose if you're going to be eating, consuming whatever it is. Let's say it's macaroni and cheese off mm. of a plate versus in a bowl. Or, or it does, does the bowl dictate the I spoon like versus the fork? I feel like that does sometimes so dictate what I you're would, using. I would say if I'm using a fork, I'd rather it be a plate. If I'm using a spoon, I'd rather it be a bowl. Because if you use a spoon with a plate, you're just chasing yep. what you want around. Whereas with a fork, you can stab it straight yeah. down and yep, grab yep. it. All right. Okay. I agree. Okay. This is riveting content, based, by the way. Based, <laughs> based, based on our, our line, of like tens really of people are turning their stereos <laughs> off right now. Based so based on based, <laughs> of, based on our line of questioning, uh, do you guys have a guess on who you think is a spoon versus a fork fan? Oh, clear. To us. Mm. Oh, pretty, I'm pretty clear. Yeah. 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 Who is it? Um, well, I who's think the spoon? Is Maggie the spoon? Maggie's a spoon. I'm not. Oh, the you guys spoon. are absolutely one hundred percent wrong. I'm the fork. I'm the spoon. Well, you got all smarmy over there when I, I said that's spoon. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I did. No, it's I am I am I will almost always consume everything that could be easily consumed with a spoon. Yeah, with bro. a spoon. I'll Eat spoon with you, bro. Any, well, you. what were we eating <laughs> that like that that initiated this conversation? I, I don't even remember. I don't was wanna, it? We're getting too was far. Was it roast it. beef? Was it co- yeah. the cobbler? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was. It was a was friend that made cobbler? the cobbler for well, us. I yeah. would have that with a spoon. Yeah, yeah you I grabbed would, a fork. I did grab Ooh. a fork. What about pizza, wanna, Mike? Like, it was. Uh, that's hands. Out. That's a hands. You can take pieces out with a spoon. Hands. Yeah. Okay. So roast beef. Well, that could go hands. I I don't know. You get handsy with roast beef too. <laughs> <laughs> I like to get handsy with yeah. my roast beef. How about green beans? No, that's a fork. Yeah, it's a fork. Unless it's in a bowl, then I eat it with a spoon. A big spoon. This is where sports. Do you oh, eat well. peas with a spoon? Yes, absolutely. Peas would be good with a spoon. Oh yeah, Maggie yeah. eats peas. Well, she doesn't eat peas. I eat them with a fork. Yeah, I do really? because I'm eating. Like you said, I'm eating you everything limit else your with pea a fork. I'm not going to be like, let me grab a spoon just for my peas. Yeah, you but don't want to get too many I, peas. I get in your the spoon. fork and I and I and I <laughs> too many. No. Yeah, just, I gotta, do this. Limit limit your pea consumption with your fork. No, no, no. Like you got the peas right, and then you got to kind of like gently like coax them onto your fork. Yeah, and then you bring them to your mouth. Have we had ten minutes on this? We've driven this conversation into the ground. I think we all leave a comment on our Facebook page. Spoon or fork? We'll make it a poll. We should make it a poll. Okay, let's make it a poll. So it'll be it'll be good. You're gonna lose, by the way. I know I'm gonna lose. Most people are spoon people. I get it. I'm weird. We live in a spoon society, and it's 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 for clearly biased against fork. Uh, efficiency and speed I'm of consumption. I'm a spoon consumption. girl living in a fork for, world. I'm a fork <laughs> girl living so. in a spoon world. Oh man. Okay, so I am gonna jump into a more serious topic, and this is kind of plays off the Maggie and I were looking for marital dispute advice or something like that. But what I will say, Mark. So interestingly enough, and I think Maggie and I may have told you this. So for about ten years in our marriage, so we were married for just over twelve years, and about t- for about ten years of our marriage. So the first year we had this, and then we didn't have it for that period of time was um, basically like like a couple that I would say like has gone before us or, you know, is a, a kind of mentors or something like that. We didn't have that. And then we met you and Mel. And from very early on, we just, we clicked that way. And we developed that, we have that relationship now to where Maggie and I have, we've sat down and talked about some deep marital stuff with you guys and vice versa, I think. And, and so just the importance in, in, in having something like that. I think every, per- not, not even just married couples, married couples should have it for sure. But I think, anybody married or not should have that kind of that mentor relationship. <clears throat> and so I'm kind of curious, I guess, from your perspective, being on the other end of it, like for us, it's invaluable to have that, to have somebody who's not our parents, but that has that kind of life experience that our parents has have whatever the right wording is for that 
So how, how, what sort of value do you place on, on having that kind of a relationship or how do you think, how important is that? Did you have something like that? I did have something like that. We had some people in our lives that poured into us. Um, I had one guy in particular. I was in a, when I was a younger guy uh, down in San Diego still, um, I was involved with a men's group in our church and we met, we had met for probably six or seven years, mm-hmm. really regular, the same group of like five, six guys. And there was, there was, I was probably one of the younger guys there. I was at that time probably 30, 30 years old. Not mm-hmm. your guy's age. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy in there. I had, there was a couple of old guys in there. One guy was a, was a retired Marine, um, but you would never <coughs> know. Just a, he's not a stereotypical Marine, mm-hmm. not this hard, mm-hmm. you know, just a sweet, gentle guy. And uh, his name was John. And then the other old guy was named Rayland, Rayland Evans. And those guys were so were so helpful to me uh, when I was raising my kids mm. mm-hmm. yeah. because I struggled and I struggled and I talked to my, my folks about stuff like that too. But a lot, you know, my folks were out of the generation where they, where they offered you much counsel, mm-hmm. you know, um, there were, there were things you didn't talk about, you know, you don't talk about politics, sex and religion. <laughs> These are the things you don't talk. And when mm-hmm. I don't talk, don't talk to me about raising your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, Interesting. my mom, we joke about that. My mom, when we had our kids, she says, you know, when we first started, when Melissa was first pregnant, she goes, I got to tell you right now, I'm not a babysitter. Hmm. I don't want to see your kids until they can, until they can have a conversation with me. Hmm. I'm not going to take care of them then. Well, she'll, she'll see them. I mean, she, we yeah. went for visits, but she, we, we couldn't. She wasn't going to be the care- she's caretaker. She's not going to be a babysitter. Yeah. I'm not changing diapers. When they can, have, when they can talk with me and have a conversation, they can come. Hmm. I'll take care wow. of them. But hmm. all that said, Rayland, um, this old guy, you know, because I, I was, you're trying to figure out when you're a parent, what's the, where do you draw the line? You know, mm-hmm. your kids are doing things wrong, and do you jump on them about every single thing and all that? And I was frustrated, all mm-hmm. that kind of jazz. And, mm-hmm. and so, and, and, I'm, and I was having a particularly bad week or something. So we're sitting there talking about this, and, and Rayland's just nodding. Mm-hmm. These, now, these guys are old guys. At, at that time, I mean, they're more seasoned than me. Mm-hmm. They, these guys were probably at that time in their 70s, and Raylan's just listening, and he's just this little old guy. And I get all done, I said, I said, no, Raylan, you're not saying too much. What do you think about this? He says, you know, Mark, one thing I always thought about when I was raising my kids is don't major in the minors. Hmm. Hmm. Don't make everything a big, huge deal. Hmm. Pick out the ones that are really serious, you know. <coughs> that was really crucial to me. But that said, that's a long, that's a long involved answer to your question. No, I think it's good. But the answer to your question, Mike, is that yes, I think it's crucial that we have that. We're supposed to be in community. Yeah. yeah. You know, and when and 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 I I realize I'm not a typical guy my age. That aside, and I'm saying that hopefully in a good way. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. aside, we're gonna we talk agree. about that too. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> that aside, though. Um, there are guys in my in, in my age group that are all over everywhere that still have a purpose. They still have things that are that are beneficial and they still have contributions to make. Mm. But because they're older, they may not be considered by younger people. They might be thought relevant because well we like we talked about the gaming yeah. thing. I can't relate to that. Yeah. Because I've never been a gamer. That stuff didn't exist when I was a kid. Right. Mm. So it's not. So I I really can't relate to it in the same way you guys can relate to it. Mm -hmm. But 
there are life experiences that are common to all of us, regardless of our age. Raising children, getting married, having arguments. Your argument might, might be about forks and spoons. Yeah. It might be about <laughs> something more serious. Yeah. But right. you, but you all go through this stuff. Yeah. And if you and if you haven't got people to bounce things things off of, then you're going through this stuff by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your peers are not necessarily going to be good ones to ask advice of because they're going through the same crap you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you have to say as far as like um, your specifically having a relationship like that outside of your your parents? Not that that means you can't talk to your parents about certain things, but to have that that sort of person in your life that is, again, similar to your parents' age or life experience, but not your parents. What would you say about that? Where I am right now? Well, yeah. Or or like or like what's your opinion? Do you do you think that that's valuable, too? Do you find value in that? Absolutely. And why would you say that? Well, I like because at this point in my life, I'm 60 almost 65 mm-hmm. cats this, out of the bag it's out now totally okay <laughs> but i'm not 65 yet there you go <laughs> i'm still very young yeah you are you're on I'm, this side of 65 thank you brother <laughs> yeah. on the back 40 yet. Yeah, no. i'm only one step away jamie but it's still a step <laughs> it's still a step um what i what i find what i find valuable about talking with older guys is that it helps me to keep things in perspective still mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. It's it's very easy, hanging out hanging out with you all you young guys is awesome for me. Mm. I love it, but if that's the only world I live in, is with you guys, I'm then I'm not I'm not getting well rounded either, mm-hmm. and I'm staying in a certain place. If all I do is hang out with you and we talk about stuff and and mm. I love hanging with you guys and giving you whatever kind of help I can give you, but if that's where I stay, then where am I growing up? Where mm-hmm. where because I'm going to get older. Believe it yeah. or not, Jamie, it's going to happen to me. Oh. <laughs> that step, step is right there, brother. What happens to you? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the the thing I have, the thing I do have some difficulty with is that is that when I is that when I relate to guys my age and they're 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 content or or satisfied or they feel relegated to just being old mm-hmm. yeah. and they mm-hmm. act like they're just I'm just an old guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that because I don't, I don't know if it's because they don't have a purpose or if it's because they just feel like okay, I'm old now and I don't have to try anymore. Yeah. yeah there might be guys yeah. like that too. Mm-hmm. We've talked about um in past podcasts our fears and stuff like that and one of my fears was getting old. And it wasn't for the fact of just aging. It was for the fact of like losing abilities and, and things like that, as you do when you get older. Losing your independence. But I also come from a household where my dad has been an old guy for the past 20 years. Yeah. You know, he or actually probably even longer than that on, you know, since I've been alive. Yeah. You know, he was never the dad who went through a ball with me or, or went anywhere with me. He, he was just content being an old guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he is older than you. But. I think that that kind of caused a lot of fear mm-hmm. in me because I'm looking mm-hmm. at him going like, oh, this that's what, what my future, future is going like, to yeah. But the thing that's really nice that I'm noticing outside of my, you know, because our community has grown a ton yeah. uh, in the past couple of years, is that I'm noticing that people age differently. And, I, you know, I, I would say you have the choice to kind of stay mm-hmm. relevant to – to involve yourself with the younger generation and to keep yourself going, or you have the choice to fall off the map and choose to just get old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so it definitely, it gives me some, some, 
something to look forward to, I guess, saying like, you know, this actually is my choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like choose how you age. If I want to become the grumpy old man who lets himself fall apart, like my dad, that's an option. Or, you know, staying relevant and and I think I think it does go both ways. Like I think you do an amazing job of staying open to people of our generation, even younger than us. Um, that's awesome to see. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times the older generation just decides like, you know, I'm old, I don't wanna, you know, yeah. deal with younger it people. It seems like a lot of the time they're they're scared like they being the older generations are afraid of what's new and coming in and they're uh, they're like i don't know this so i'm i'm not going to be yeah. a part of it Peace. and then but then you see the difference between them and then the people who are like okay what is social media like i want to stay in touch with people like my grandma is 85 years old yeah. and she's she's on facebook because mm-hmm. she wants to be a part of mm-hmm. what's i've seen going her on, properly use you know? facebook she too. does and she uses I've it seen well her leave comments and stuff i'm <laughs> yeah. like my mom can't even do that <laughs> right <laughs> so yeah i mean like i gotta give people props <laughs> for that because it's it, yeah, it's it, you're staying involved. You're staying alive. Yeah, yeah. It keeps you alive when you're connected. I think I think sometimes too, Meg. I think a lot of times older folks are can be uh, can be intimidated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by the change. Yeah, they um, well, like you know, when when I was when I was your guys' age, we didn't have tattoos. Mm-hmm. You know, drug addicts, rock and roll stars, sailors. sailors. Yeah. Those guys had yeah. tattoos. Inmates. <laughs> and when you ca- when you saw a guy with tattoo coming towards you, you crossed the street. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And this is this is a stereotype of these guys. Yeah. And it's the same with anything else. So so a lot of times, w- as you get older, I think you get more set in your ways, or you can get more set in your yeah. ways. Now, if what happens with that though is you're is you're is you're separating generations apart from each other. You're not you're not a family anymore. Mm-hmm. You've got you've got a family over here and you've got a family over here and they need to be together. The whole family has to be together to benefit from each other. Mm-hmm. If I want to stay young, mm-hmm. I gotta hang out with you guys. And uh, frankly you guys are getting mm-hmm. kinda old for me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that we, Taylor, I'm glad Taylor's around so I can hang out with Taylor. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. We we've only got about like two, two more years. Once we cross thirty five we can't be friends you with guys, Mark anymore you guys until on the downhill slope now. Well you know huh? what's funny is that we're the oldest ones within our in our, in our community right now. Yeah. So like in our in our immediate in circle our immediate of friends. In our immediate circle, we are the oldest. Yeah. Aside from you, who's in our immediate circle of friends too. Which is why you keep me around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I'm younger than Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think uh, wh- what I love about this and this was a question that I already had so I'm glad that we kind of naturally went into it is this whole concept of of staying relevant and yeah. how you manage to do that because I think that some people as they age view staying relative relevant as like trying to still look the part which is why you see yeah. like horrible you know plastic surgery or like people yeah. who who never grow up and don't allow themselves to mature mentally so they stay really immature yeah. as as they grow older and like and i just i i love it because y- y- you are a rare breed mark i mean i think my 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 parents i mean i love them and they're cool and i think there are parts of them that are relevant but the uh, to the level of which you and Mel have managed to stay relevant. And how I measure that is like, I'm 30 something, 34, you disclosed your age. Anyways, <laughs> and. Uh, can you remember 34? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm 34 and I want to hang out with you. Like, mm-hmm. like, like I want to like as a buddy, like I want to hang out with you, as you know? And so I think you guys have done yeah. a very good job. And, and, and it sounds like to me that you've made comments, like you were able to look is the word introspectively at yourself to say that you realize that. And so I'm curious, um, 
I guess you already kind of explained it. I would say, wh- what have you done to kind of keep that like going? You said to hang out with. And I think it's beyond us. just hanging out. Like, I feel like there's an investment being made. Absolutely. I was going to yeah. say that. This th- I have a responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a responsibility. You know, I don't. You guys can make it through your lives. Mm-hmm. You don't need any old guys around. You'll make this through your lives. You'll make your mistakes. You'll do the things you do. And you make your mistakes. But who are you going to have there to encourage you and say, yeah, yeah, I've been there. I made that mistake. Don't worry about it. You'll get over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they don't have, if, if those guys are like me are not around and not willing to, to engage and develop that relationship and still be relevant. Yeah. That your life's that much harder, brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and all you guys, your life is that much harder. And that's Absolutely. and that's really relevant because I mean, Mikey and me, you know, we can we can go crabbing together, and we'll be like, "Oh, my wife did this. Does your wife do that too?" Yeah. yeah. Ah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no and, and my and, wow. and my wife's yeah. so so pretty and yeah, gentle and, and humble. Beautiful. Yeah, and, yeah, yours and mine too. too. She's yeah. so good but, all the time. But there's no, you know, it's it's a sounding board. It's it's someone to agree with you that, right. oh, wow, this being 30-something married thing, that can be rough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's no development from that. It's it's nice to have it's a... It's validation, which it's is ni- good yeah, to have. It's nice to grab a buddy when the sink, when the ship is sinking. Yeah. But it's nice to have someone to help keep you afloat, too, and to kind of sure. give you... To, to give you, you know, a moment yeah. to check yourself. And I really... The uh, what you said earlier with the um, the don't um, don't try to major in the oh, minors. Oh yeah, don't major yeah, in the yeah. minors. That speaks that, that speaks really loudly to me because I do I try to micromanage everything in my life, uh, and mm-hmm. I catch myself a lot of times doing that exact thing with with my wife too. You know, and and saying like giving my opinion about everything, hmm. and I need to catch myself a lot and just say, you know what she's an adult too. Mm-hmm. give the power over. And like, it might not being not, might not be being done the way that I want it to be done, but it's being done, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm. and I need to n- let things go. So I, you know, that's something that it's easy to yeah. commiserate with your friend and say like, Oh, this is tough. But it's another to kind of have someone give you a, a, a check and say, right. Hey, like, yeah, you can let it go. Right. Yeah. I love it. So, and I think that that's another thing because we've talked before, Mark, and I know that you used to, we said we're, you know, all in our church band together. There was a point in time when I know when you used to lead one Mm -hmm. for years, you said, how many years did you lead one for? You were like the main main dude. Well, when I first, when I first started doing this, I was, I got saved when I was 18 Mm -hmm. and I'd always been involved with music. So shortly after I got saved, I was, I was leading the the music at our college group at the church I was going to. Then I got involved with diff- other teams over the years. I led at Sunrise for probably a year and a half, sure. two years, something like that, maybe, in, in between worship leaders. And as we're still growing things up, you right. know, it was pretty raw. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you had talked to, this is back when Andrew Magnuson was 12. Andrew's another one of our friends. He's another Super he, good yes. guy and guitarist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew was about 12 yeah. when I first met him. And um, in fact... You know, this goes back so far. Just a little, just a little quick, short story. Um, his mom, Terry. Have you guys met Terry? Mm-mm, not yet. Yes. Terry, Terry's an awesome lady, awesome gu- uh, uh, gu- uh, guitar, keyboard player, mm-hmm. and a uh, good singer too. But we did when we first started worship team over at the over at the old Sunrise. We had a stand up bass player. <coughs> we had a grand piano that nobody could play, <laughs> and we had three or four singers. Ooh. And the way we'd st- yeah, the way we'd start off. 
uh, worship set was somebody would go over and hit the G on the piano. Ding, 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 ding. That's our key. Mm. We start singing, and Larry, the bass player, would jump in with the bass. That was it. It was just like free form. Wow. And Terry would sit there in the pews saying, oh, man, I really need to be up there helping those guys, but I'm afraid to go do it. Mm. Hmm. But Terry came up, and then our team started to grow from there, and we went through the whole thing about losing guys. You know, when we brought drums up on the stage, we lost people. When we brought electric guitar on the stage, we lost people. Hmm. But I had an old guy. Talk about old guys again, right? I had an old guy, this guy, he's awesome, uh, Chuck Teets. Mm. And anybody that's been around Sunrise for any length of time knows Chuck. Uh, Chuck came up to me, and we had gotten to know each other a little bit. Chuck comes up to me, and he goes, he says, you know, Mark, I really don't like the music that you guys are playing these days. He says, but I see all these young people coming into the church that never came before. Mm. He says, so I'm willing to put up with it. Yeah. But that's the yeah. kind of attitude I'm talking about yeah. with old guys is you can't be that old guy that's got his arms crossed and saying, I don't like this stuff, man. That bass is too loud. And who's right. that guy with that funky drum over there? What is that mm. all about? Right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be that guy, you're an anchor. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You're yeah. slowing things down. You know, yeah. You know, I like the music I like. I don't listen to all the stuff you guys listen to. Right. I listen to a lot of it. But you guys don't listen to the old stuff I listen to. Some of it. Some of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, some of it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But the thing about it is, is that if, if I'm going to be that guy, then I'm part of the problem. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not dissing my seasoned brothers and sisters, <laughs> but there's that, you yeah. know? Yeah. There's, there's right and wrong. I'm not talking about that. But if you're talking about a, a, a change of flavor, yeah. going from vanilla to chocolate, <clears throat> And you're gonna fight about that? Yeah. When yeah. you see when you see what the chocolate ice cream is bringing, yeah, right. Forget well, about that's it. A good point. Well, and I'm thinking too. We had talked when you said you know you see you led for all these years being a leader, and I think this is, applies more just than church band. But you said at some point you had to make this conscious decision that it was time to step aside and go under, essentially under those that were younger than you mm-hmm. and help t- assume the role of bringing them up. Are pushing mm-hmm. them up and so I'm kind of curious like for those of us you know I'm going into my mid 30s we have people that listen that are probably in their early 40s and stuff like that that are starting to probably transition like how do you identify when is it a healthy time to do that because we're all going to reach that yeah. point too sure. where we realize okay I think a lot of people that may get stuck you know older people that get stuck and can't bridge that gap are the people that you know grew up they became the leader and they don't want to give that up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and so therefore they can't give up the leader position and so they can't grow and they can't help others grow and so like how do you identify when uh, that's pretty yeah, broad question right but do you think that's something you can answer i think so mike well you, you have a couple of choices you know you can you can decide um and, and we had these things happen over the course of time on the teams you can decide uh, this isn't for me anymore i'm going to get out these mm-hmm. guys were all too young. This stuff is too loud. Why is he yelling like that? And I, I, I'm done with the team. And mm-hmm. just stop going. Um, I think the thing with me is this. It, this this comes back to the, the thing we're talking about as far as mentoring and relevance and all that. It's the same idea. When, when, I, when I stepped down from doing a lot of the singing, which was back at the other building. Mm-hmm. I was even doing some singing, I think, over th- when Old Town was over, not even Old Town yet, it was still over at the, by the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Um, when that was all changed, and I had a choice to make, I had been, I, I, was, I was 
feeling like I had to be in a mentoring position. We had things go south a couple of times like any church does. You have factions happen. You have politics happen. Things like that happen. And I had been on the worship team for a long time. I've always been on the worship team. Mm -hmm. uh, but at this time, probably about 10 or 12 years. And we had some stuff going, going on that people weren't happy with. And, and, and the guys, and it, and it affected the worship team. Mm -hmm. And so the guys in the worship team were looking at me automatically. I could feel it. They were looking at me to see what my reaction was in all this. Mm. And my thought, what happened at that time was, you know, I can, leadership is going to change, and, and pastors don't misunderstand me if you're listening to this. Leadership is going to change. Pastors come and go. Mm -hmm. Worship leaders come and go. The congregation is the one I'm concerned about. And the congregation for me, too, is you guys. Mm -hmm. That's my concern. So... So that was a realization that came to me about 10 years ago. And I have a choice to make here. If, what I've been talking all these years as far as my involvement with music and my passion for what we do here and, and how important I think worship is, worship music is. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't want to confuse worship with music necessarily. It's, mm -hmm. it's a much bigger word than that. But you know what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, as, as passionate as I feel about that, that's really true, then... I still need to stay involved with this because there are people coming up behind me that that passion needs to be developed in them too. Mm. They have the same feeling about it that I have, but they're still green. They've got talent, but the other side of it is not there yet. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel, I feel more, more blessed, Mike, now and honored mm. to do what I'm doing now than whenever I was ever in front yeah. leading music. Yeah. And don't take me wrong, Meg, because that's where you guys are right now. That's an awesome place to be, and that's an important responsibility. Mm -hmm. I hope you understand yeah. and realize that. Yeah. But, but where I'm at right now, being able to back you guys and pour into you guys and encourage you guys is so, for me, so way better. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And and even broader than, than I mean, we, you know, within church music and leadership, but I think to, like, broaden the scope of that and to say that, that you know, whether it's in your workplace or whether it's wherever it's at to, to identify that there's a time when your responsibility shifts from the leading to it is still a form of leading, but to go behind and exactly push people right. forward. Um, but I that's my gifting too. see, I'm an encourager. Yeah. yeah, I'm an encourager and exhorter. This is what this is who I am and how God made me to be. So that's just exercising what God's already put in there. Mm -hmm. But those things said, you're right. This goes this goes outside of the church, too. You know, I've got some other guys I'm involved with. Some of the guys that hang out at the, at the men's thing once in mm -hmm. a while, um, these guys aren't all church guys, but they're all going through stuff. Yep. And they get to go hang out with them and grab a beer, go shoot some pool or something like that, and, and spend some time mm -hmm. encouraging. And it, um, it blesses me, man. Right. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hold the conversation. No, it's good. I, no. I want to make Maggie, did you have anything going on that you wanted to say or anything like that? I don't want to be cutting anybody off. Um, actually, I did have... Um, a question. I think I wrote it down because that's how I have to work because I have to write things down or else <laughs> I forget. I think it's a very good way to, to keep your thoughts in order, though. Right. Because <laughs> uh, we'll lose them um, to the ether. See how we talk about like we're in like we the three of us are mm. in in our middle life. And and um, I think I think a lot of the time we joke that we don't really recognize when we crossed from youth to mid middle life. Mm. Like. I think there's still days where I'm like, oh, but I'm I'm still like hanging with the, you know, the yeah. young 20 somethings. And and I have to remind myself like, oh, but you're like 
you're not and uh, you're not 20s anymore like mm-hmm. i think at what age did you feel like or at least what time in your life did you feel like i am no longer like like i feel like i'm a grown up now like when did I you feel, feel that like way yet. don't feel that way yet yeah. i was going to say if not yet that's awesome i in like my, that response my, still my, discovering yeah, i don't my, know if i feel that way yeah. either to be yeah. honest no well i don't feel like a grown up <laughs> yet anyway <laughs> go ahead no. Well, I mean, I guess you'd have to define that, like what what grown up means to you. Yeah. But I, I think, think a lot of the time I feel like I'm still a kid trying to figure it out. I almost think that the the idea of community kind of levels everyone out a little bit. Hmm. I, you know, I don't hmm. I don't necessarily think that there's like the hierarchy that there used to be. I think that there's yeah. like, you know, I know that that I can come to certain people for advice because they've been through situations before me. But I, you know. I don't know. I I think that we used to section each ourselves off yeah. a lot more than we do now. Yeah. Um, Remember when over the hill was like you turn forty and now yeah. you're over the hill, well, like that you don't see over the hill parties anymore well, because no, everything is so yeah broad. And, well, now. and and I have to say, like honestly, and this isn't me just like trying to glorify getting older, but thirty, I have felt the best that I have ever felt in my entire life. Yeah. I feel. I agree. I feel physically better than I've felt all mm-hmm. through my twenties. I feel mentally just more cool with myself and more okay. And I feel like my personality has kind of solidified itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I have to say, honestly, like I, you know, people 30 years ago probably would have said like, Oh yeah, you're, you know, you're leaving your prime or whatever. But I feel like I'm hitting the, the good part of, you know, the, mm-hmm. the good part of life. I'm just starting like that good portion yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think you made an incredibly valid point that you actually kind of passed by though too, which really stuck out to me is you said the this concept of community mm-hmm. kind of levels out age in the sense of like of like I don't I don't look around the table and go, you know, Maggie 32, Mark 64, yeah. Jamie no, 30, uh-uh, Mike 34. I look around and go, you know, wife and friend, 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 you know, yeah. and we're all yeah. hanging out and we within that community and in that larger group, because we're a small little representation of a pocket Mm -hmm. of a larger group that we Mm -hmm. all spend time with. Mm -hmm. And you guys uh, who listen to the podcast have got to hear different people and personalities that are all a part of that, of that larger group, which is really cool. Cause then you play all that back in to go really what, what we're doing here around this table, the four of us right now is just an extension of community and hanging out and we're allowing whoever wants to listen to this to be a part of, of that and get a taste of what that community is like for us, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But I digress to say that, that, yeah, that, that the importance of having that, of being in a community to where we can say we're all different ages, but you know, Mark, you're an encourager, you know, and you have that role and mm-hmm. kind of that, that providing that comfort and that wisdom. And then, you know, I, I, I'm blanking. I'm so sorry guys. We all have our roles though. I'm well, not, yeah, sure, yeah. you know, yeah. well, and um, you know, what's, what's, what's important to remember too, is that, we're not just taking from like, I am not just looking to those that are older than me yeah. for wisdom or for advice or anything. Like I, some of these people in our community are like six or seven years younger than me. And I'm mm. like or talking to them. I'm younger. talking to them. Like they're like, yeah, like they're either older than me or my, on uh, my yeah. age level yeah. because yeah. it, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. they have something that I don't have that yeah. I, that I can take from. I, th- I think the, the younger generation can also remind you of, of the things that you were passionate about and kind of revitalize you in a way of saying like, mm-hmm. Oh, like, um, our friend Josh, you know, he's 23. Y- yeah. 20 th- probably he's 23. 10 years younger than I am. Yeah. Is what we said. Yeah. But I mean, there are things that he says, like, I want to do this. And I'm like, I wanted to do that too. 
Why yeah, didn't yeah. I do that? Well, you yeah, yeah. Do it. I still want to do it. <laughs> and you can. Let's do it together. <laughs> like I, I'd be stoked to do that. So it, it reminds, <laughs> it almost reminds you of like, yeah. you know, it, it does revitalize you in a way. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. It's yeah. true. It's yeah. true. I get that from you guys. Yeah. When we play music and stuff together, mm-hmm. the community that, that would stay, the energy that we, that we work with and that we develop there does that to me. Yeah. yeah. Doing this, ha- hanging out with you guys right now. It's funny you would say that because I never, I don't, I never have thought of myself as being as old as I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't occur to me. We don't mean to sit here and just remind you for 45 yeah. minutes. Well, no, no, but <laughs> I think, you know, the time, my biggest shock when age was a shock to me, it was my 35th birthday. I don't know why. Yeah. But I was, I woke up that morning depressed. Mm. And I was depressed the whole day. And we had a little birthday get together and I was depressed all the way through that. Mikey, look what you have to look forward <laughs> to. Right? It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy, no. Mike. But, but after that, <laughs> mm-hmm. no big deal. You know, it's just another year. I get to hang out with some cool people and it's all in your perception. It's all in your outlook and the way you view things. I can sit here and say, yeah. Now, I don't, I could, if I started thinking about being an old man, I'd become an old man. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I don't yeah. think about that. I still think, I feel like I'm one of you guys. I know my body betrays that to me sometimes. If I try <laughs> and do certain things I shouldn't do, yeah. Yeah. it tells me later on. But like you said, Jamie, um, I'm going to go out and do that thing. Yeah. You know, right. we're talking about getting a stand-up paddle board. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Get do it. Yeah. yeah. My, my parents, you remind me of my parents because... Like, my mom got her first tattoo when she was 50. She... Or I'm still waiting for mine. They, and That's they coming. Do it. For <laughs> real. Like, they, they bought kayaks, like, a few years back. And now they, they that's their favorite thing to do together is go kayaking. Mm. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say that they just recently... Oh, um, my, um, my mom was telling me recently that she wants to go skydiving. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Since when did you want to go skydiving? Uh, She's like, I've funny. always wanted to go. I just never, yeah. never, never did it. Never did it. She's like, kind of want to go do it. I'm like, go do it. Then that's, th- I mean, that's cool. Like when you, when you choose to be an age, then all right, then you're going to be that age. Mm. But I, I don't. Yeah. yeah. It's funny though, because I was looking at photos of, of like my, myself when I was a kid and like with my, with my grandma and everything. And I realized that. My mom is the same age that my grandma was when my mom, like when I was adopted, when I was, I was adopted when I was five and, and I'm realizing, oh my gosh, my mom is my grandma's age. Like Mm -hmm. at that time, like it's, it's just, it kind of blew my mind and it's just, it seems like the generations keep seeming younger and younger Mm -hmm. to me. And maybe that's because I'm getting older and maybe maybe it's just the community that you've chosen. And maybe that's it, but it's just, yeah, it's interesting to see how like. My mom doesn't seem as old as my grandma did, but my grandma yeah. didn't seem as old as her mother did, and so forth. And you're going you're yeah. to find standout people in that regardless. I mean, you're going to find generalities, and you're going to find stand- – my stepdad, I think I told you guys about him before. My my mom and stepdad are about – they're in their late 80s, 87, 88, something mm. like that. My stepdad still teaches judo three times a week. Oh, what? Wow. Mm. I'm serious. Jeez, life goals, right? That's the guy's amazing. Like a, he's like a six or seven degree black belt in judo. <laughs> He goes to a uh, to a high school three times a week and teaches high school kids judo. It's hmm. amazing. My mom is a working artist. Yeah. And paints every wow. day. And wow. these guys, yeah, they're a trip. Yeah. But that's like what we're talking about. Yeah. 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 Richard says, "What's eighty-eight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. I'll see you after like my judo class. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love I love hearing that because like my uh, my wife's grandfather, she, he's uh, ninety. And uh, this was probably six months ago. I went, um, the family owns a car dealership down south. 
And so we went to visit. And I see him walking down the the hallway at the car dealership. And he's wearing this, uh, like, mechanic's jumpsuit that doesn't fit him quite well anymore. Because <laughs> um, he's gotten a little bit shorter and uh, he's got a little bit of a gut. Um, but he's wearing it. And it was from the 50s. It was his jumper that he wore in the 50s he still nice. got it that's awesome he was clearing out a building that they're going to knock down at some point and he was carrying these paint cans walking down the thing and so i go up to him i'm like his name's ross and i was like ross do you do you want some help like do you want me to grab those for you he's like do i look dead yet <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. said no sir you don't and he's like I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, all right, you I go like ahead that. and you do that. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's going to be you, Jamie. But he's, but, he's, gonna be you. but he's not, it wasn't in a grumpy way. It yeah. wasn't in like a, you offended me way. It was just kind of a smirk. Like yeah, yeah. I've got this. I'm fine. Right. I um, feel like Mike's grandpa's the same way. This. Oh yeah. His grandpa's still out there. Yeah. He's going up it. on ladders. He's in his he's ladder. seventy. I think no, a, he's 81 now. Oh, he's 81. I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot to be said for when you stop moving. Yeah. You start That's dying. That's true. A hundred percent. I've seen that. Yeah. That's exactly what's happened with some of my family. And like, it's, yep. it's so true. Yeah. So, cause like, like Mark, I, like you've kind of given up, like you've, mm-hmm. you've decided, well, this is the trajectory I'm going on. Yeah. I might as well roll. You have it. to have, you have to have a reason to get up every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like even I'm looking forward to my retirement because then I can really start having all my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my view. Then, I, then I have, then I don't have to be anywhere Yeah. Mm-hmm. for eight hours a day, five days a week or whatever I can get up in the morning and figure out what else I'm going to be doing that day. I've got, there's yeah. so many things I want to invest myself in mm-hmm. when I don't have to work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Something no? to look so many to. things. Oh yeah. <laughs> For in like 35 years. <laughs> That's right though. We'll get there. I had an encouraging thing. I always think about this several years back. Uh, the Grammys, the Grammy awards came out and the guy that won the best new artist was a 75-year-old African djembe player. Hmm. 75 years old. Hmm. Best new artist. Hmm. Wow. So I got a long ways to so go, So I still man. got a yeah. chance. You got tons of room, man. Yeah. yeah. You got so much space. Look at me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, it is. It's, it, it's, it's just so a number. Cool. It's just it's, a number, it, man. My, my, my mom always says she's like, because she, you know, l- within the last few years turned 50, and, um, and she just tells me, she's like, she said it, for as long as I can remember, I'm living till I'm 100. And so when she turned 50, she's like, it's no big deal. It's only, I'm it's only like halfway. halfway. halfway there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I, I love it. But did you, did you guys have um, any other questions that you wanted to ask Mark? I have a couple, uh, unless you guys. Uh, if you got a couple, throw one out there. Yeah, right. yeah, let's hear it. Well, I, this is a little bit more maybe lighthearted. So we have been um, on the podcast, Mark. We've talked about things from, from our childhood. And you, you have kids that are our age. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I said, like, you know, when we were a kid, we've talked about products like candy cigarettes <laughs> and, like, jerky chew or whatever, big league chew, and these, these products that were, like, designed for kids. We that, I was talking that, about that today with guys at yeah, work. That, 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 that <laughs> obviously are, you know, are not are appropriate. Like not appropriate. Yeah. But, yeah. but when I was a kid, I got to get those things, and they were fine. So you being the parent at that time, how did you feel about some of that sort of stuff? Did you let your kids do it? Do you look back at it now and go, like, well, I shouldn't that have done that or so whatever. Good. It doesn't that matter. so good. Yeah. No, my kids got into more trouble doing things that I didn't that I didn't know about. Okay. <laughs> Scott Scott was about I don't know four years old. We had these we had this um, we had this tree that was up that grew right next to the house and he climbed the tree and got up on the roof. Whoa, four? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> like, what I'm saying. That's Bennett's 
stage. That's crazy. I'd rather let my kids play. Do you know, lawn, like, should I be lawn darts? I don't care. Like, should I be proud right now, or yeah, should exact, I like call the fire department? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right yeah. on, Scott. Get yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you got up there. Get <laughs> yourself down. That's awesome. <laughs> Stuff like that. But, yeah. I think about those things, old Mike. You know, the things we used to do back when I was a kid. All the things you you see guys put on Facebook. Yeah, when I was a kid, we used to drive in the back of a pickup truck with no seat belt. Oh, we yeah. Drank yeah. Out of the, we drank out of the garden hose. Oh. And right. I remember being in the truck on my dad's lap. Oh, yeah. You know, driving to the no auto seat parts belt. store. Yeah. My dad used to let me drive on his lap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got, yeah there's yeah, no he, cars. Mark, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was classic. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and no seat belt. That's what I'm asking. Like, do you look back at that stuff and go, okay, I see the validity and why it's a concern now, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have changed the way that I did it. Or on or the other hand, is there anything that you see that we are over, like mm. trying to emphasize over like safety or, or I don't know. It was like going the opposite way that things were like that. You're like, eh. answer all three questions at once. Yep. All of them. I, th- I see things. What sticks in my mind more, more recently and more consistently is food. Hmm. Ah, interesting. Oh, don't eat that. It's got this, that, and the other thing. And right. we th- <laughs> think about the crap we ate when I was a kid. Right. You know, yeah. there's still Twinkies on the shelf from when I was a kid. Right. They're still, still there. good to eat. <laughs> yeah. They're Same still ones. There. Still Same safe. ones. <laughs> yeah. They're still for sale. <laughs> right. All that kind of stuff. And I think to myself, you know, that's when I talk about majoring in the minors yeah. and I get too upset about if we if we consume all of our time worrying about this stuff, you know what? Eat a Twinkie once in a while. Yeah. You're not mm. going to die. Yeah, it might in- yeah. increase your odds of living longer. They got they're full of preservatives. Right. So. That's what my dad yeah. always says. He's like, Do I drink diet coke. Yeah. for this long. That aspartame's <laughs> like keeping his forever. skin silky yeah. smooth. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff I think about, Mike. My p- the playing up, you know, is you can hear tons of stories like that. We, and all the guys in my age group have the same kind of stories. I mean, we used to go, my my mom and dad. As long as we came home at dark, it was mm-hmm. all good. We could be yeah. five miles away. Things didn't happen like they do now. You don't have to be worried about your kids walking around the corner and being out of your sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a different world now. The concerns are legitimate yeah. a lot of times. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Do you feel now. like they I are legitimate concerns? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the concerns are legitimate. People, people, have, have, people have changed a lot over the years, too. I don't, I don't recall when I was a kid people being so polarized yeah. by things. You know, politics, and I'm not a political guy, but things like politics and that kind of stuff, um, have, have become such such a polarizing thing and, and, and caused such factions between mm. friends and neighbors and churchgoers and whoever else. Mm. And it's just politics, man. Yeah. yeah. It didn't, it, there was politics back then. Yeah. But it didn't, dis- didn't destroy friendships. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. You know, they didn't unfriend you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not interesting. Trending on Facebook. Right. Wow. Oh, cool. I am um, trying to think. I, again, I, we are, I really like talking to my friends because this time just goes by so it's fun. quick. Yeah. It's, it's only fun. been five um, minutes, so we should probably get started right, on the podcast. Yeah, right. Oh, man, <laughs> try an hour. Um, <laughs> but so I, I do want to kind of, I think at this point, unless you guys have any any other kind of generational kind of questions that you want to ask, or Mark, if you have any questions of us, I don't know. Yeah, if you have um, any questions, we'd love to hear Because I have a yeah, closer. So I got a question because I know Kay. we talked about the relevance of, of old people. Mm-hmm. You know, older people, sure. in my view, what about your guys' opinions about that? Because that's, I think a lot of times older folks, and we're almost out of time, we're almost You're out good. of time. But a lot of old folks, I think, they don't feel relevant because they don't get approached. Mm-hmm. Does this, that make sense? This mm-hmm. is great, actually, that you brought this up. Because I had this as a talking point and was like, well, maybe it will fit in, maybe it won't. So um, I 
read a, a, a blog recently, I'll just say that, that, that kind of was from the viewpoint of someone in, in your age bracket that was speaking to themselves when they were younger mm-hmm. in our age bracket and said, what would I have done differently? differently. Yeah. And it was written very much from, from the viewpoint of saying, I would tell myself, and I think the blog post was meant to tell specific people this, but like to tell myself to, I, I was so busy when I was younger. I was so busy, you know, raising family, doing church activities, all this other stuff kind of absorbed into what I had Pastor's going on wife. that I, that, that I, that I didn't, that I didn't take enough time to reach out to my parents, to my grandparents, to learn my family history, where I came from, or to even just to seek out that, that wisdom. So I want to remind if I could tell myself that it would be to stop, to slow down, to take the time to make the phone call, to da 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 da, you know that sort of stuff, which, to to this person's credit, was a very good point I think that they made. Um, and then I read it though, and I couldn't. Um, my other side of it couldn't help but feel like, well, again, there is two sides to every story, and to go, well, you remember what it was like when you were twenty to thirty years old and trying to raise kids and deal with little kids and trying to do that, uh, you know, manage work and all that other stuff and. And I thought of it on the flip side, too, to say, well, that's a great reminder for people that are in the, the older generations, too, that that if you remember what it was like to be like that, you can reach out, you know, and oh, yeah. and, and, and you can you can pull me out of my routine mm-hmm. because I get so sucked into it. Yeah. And I don't think outside. And I'll admit, I don't think outside. I don't call my grandpa as much as I should. And he's got a limited number of years left. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But also. He reaches out to me sometimes and I love it because it wakes me up out of mm-hmm. what I'm going through. So mm-hmm. so um I'm not answering your question directly in the sense of I and I we can. Um but I do think that's a shared responsibility. It's a shared I experience. Agree. Yeah. I agree um, with you. And I want to mm-hmm. tell from being a younger person to tell an older person, I hear a lot like, Oh, we don't want to burden you. I hear that mm-hmm. from like my grandparents, like, Well, I don't want to bother you, you know, and it's like I, I don't know if this speaks for everybody of our generation, but I think for around at the table, like go ahead and burden me. You're not, it's not a burden. Contact me and right. talk to me because I want to hear from you too. So, yeah, I mean, so I'm going to say like, I a hundred percent agree. Um, th- it, there are two sides and something that I've become really brutal with my parents on recently is I'll show up after a week of not seeing them or sometimes it's been two. Um, and I get the response of, oh, so you're still alive. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still here. And they're like, well, we just haven't heard from you. And I'm like, well, I, I haven't gotten a phone call from you either. And they've also complained about the fact that none of the grandkids ever talk to them or mm-hmm. see them. And I'm like, well, when was the last time you tried to call them? Yeah. Or during their childhood even, did you actively go out and try to involve yourself with them? No, they didn't. And that's why they didn't develop a relationship. And that's why it, it's not happening now. Yeah. And so there, it's 100%. There are two sides. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there are also, in general, there are people of every age that either bring you up or tear you down. And I think a lot of times people who've been around longer have had the chance to become possibly cynical or negative because they've had more bad experiences and it's easier to go that route and so a lot of times like with people my parent like my parents they're so negative they're they're so much so much bad has happened Mm -hmm. and they're so soured that my time spent with them brings me down yeah and so i I can only invest so much of my time Mm -hmm. uh into them i think it's important too to show 
hmm. for both both sides to be able to show each other grace in yeah. that in that kind of thing because like you said it's you, you d- we do get caught up like we as our as our the 20s 30s generation like we do get caught up because life is so busy like mm-hmm. i can i mean and i don't even have like a full full-time job yeah, I, I can't I, like i think of you mikey because you're like 40 hours a week it's like then you get home and then you're immediately into dad mode and then it's everything is dad 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 and clean 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 and like i mean not just you're not the right. only one doing the stuff but i'm just looking at you personally you know and i'm then, your experience it's okay right and then it's like okay. at the end of everything we just want to spend some time together and yeah. like come back to being husband and wife so then weeks go by and that's what you're doing every day and then you're trying to make sure you get your social life in and, ha- and spend mm-hmm. time with your friends yeah, you're working on the community, on the community that because that it's are going to be around beyond right. your relatives right. at some yeah. point and and so uh, unfortunately i am one of those people that it's if it's out of sight it's out of mind if i'm like oh you know i i i, I am poor about about that and that's yeah. something i would like to change because mm-hmm. i'm not great at reaching out but it's a good reminder on both yeah. sides. It's a good I reminder think. on both sides. It really and is. So, Mark, to answer the question that you asked seven or eight minutes ago, I think, <laughs> which the question that you asked was, was what are our, um, what's our view on, now I forgot, what was it? <laughs> Do you well, remember? Kind of, you were talking, you know, as, as the conversations progressed, I was thinking about this too, is, you know, the, I think that, on, well, well here's, here's my thought. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think both sides, older folks and younger folks, because they don't know that much about each other, yeah. are a little bit intimidated. Hmm. I've tried to make it a point, when we go visit churches, for example, other churches, other places, I always make it a point to go down to talk to the worship team. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, good job on that. I really like this thing you're doing. And, and man, that chick, she's got some pipes. That's some really really well done your mm-hmm. guitar licks are nice and tasteful not out not out of out of reality you know you're mm-hmm. not being a showboat just go down and, and be encouraging and say hi nine times out of ten those guys are younger than you guys mm-hmm. but but by, by me going down there if i go back again they remember me oh hey man and then we start yeah. talking again mm-hmm. it's just a matter of being being the first one cross that line and say hi i do it walking down the street in hillsborough yeah, walk yeah. down the street and I say how to people they don't I don't know who they are mm-hmm. hey man how you doing and they look up and they smile you know and it is a shock yeah, I mean, yeah. like yeah. I've had people come up to me at our church I'd even say hi to you Jamie yeah if I saw thank you <laughs> that means a lot <laughs> um but I've had people come up to me after worship you know at church and, and they'll catch me off guard because they'll say like you know I had I had one person um come up to me and say if anyone could worship behind a you know drum you know it, it, it's you and I was like, oh, thank you so much. That's really cool. Mm. But I can count the number of experiences that I've had like that on one hand. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the time we get done with our job, we slink off and like nobody talks to us. And so that is really that cool. Means a lot. It is really cool to say like, maybe we should take some responsibility in that right. and be the people who come up and talk to, to right. people, you know. Yep. Regardless of generation. Yeah. <laughs> My wife has a joke. It's an ongoing joke in our family that everybody likes Mark. This is always saying this. Oh yeah, that's because <laughs> everybody likes you. That's why people like me because I say I Hello. say hi. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, when you, if I see you in the coming out of the store, if I don't even know who you are, hey man, how you doing? If I, especially guys that are looking sad or down or something, mm-hmm. I'll say hi and they look up and they look a little bit different and 
Hmm. That's her ongoing joke. That's her. That's her. That's her jab to me. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, everybody likes Mark. Yeah, but see, I can say that, that I really liked you, Mark, and then because I liked you and got to meet you, then I got to meet your wife, and she's awesome. Isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> so she is awesome. So yeah. So I definitely have an affinity for your wife. Yes. So um, I have yet to, to actually like. Oh, you're in for a real treat. Yeah. I need to. We're so. gonna get you guys over there too. Yeah, it'll be fun. She's so. the best. See, we're all about building relationships yeah. here exactly on the podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, Mark, you brought. I asked you for some childhood treat favorites to bring them over and share. We haven't done this in a while, actually, yeah. on the podcast. We so we have our little bowl of offering that that. It's uh, an unusual combination. Here. Yes. So, Mark, can you explain the things that are in the bowl and what well, they significance? When I, was, when I was a kid, they only had like five <laughs> kinds of candy, Mike. Okay, five <laughs> kinds. That's it. That was it. Okay. Oh, Some of them they don't even make anymore because they were that deadly. Okay. The ones that the ones they still have, sweet tarts were my favorites. I loved when I was a kid sour stuff. Oh. Now I have to say something. I almost bought tonight because I did take I did take umbrage with this. Mm. When you were talking about your snacks, you were talking about the hostess pies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Jamie dissed the chocolate pies, saying they were the worst. I don't like the chocolate pies. Brother. <laughs> It's I not. Almost, I almost bought some tonight because man, it's not chocolate. It's uh, it's goo. I don't know what it is. It's all it's like goo. Like gel. Mm. It's like pudding that went okay. bad. It's, I bet you it, pudding. I think it used to be better though. So I think it was, it was better. better when I was a kid. Yeah. That Maybe stuff, that stuff was golden. Yeah, yeah. that so, was golden. Yeah. So, and they're also bigger. The pies you get now. They're like that big. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could handle a full-size pie oh anymore, Oh, man, though. Jamie, they were this big, brother. Yeah. I, I remember. I, I yes. used, yeah, I used to have them when I was a kid. They were still pretty hollow inside, but they... <laughs> I, I just had a sweet tart. It's like solidified Kool-Aid. That's what it tastes like. It's good. I like it. It's good. No, I like yeah, them. Is, totally it, is it how you remember, Mark? Yep. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Nope. They were so. more sour. They were more sour. And like They were more sour before? Yeah, they were more sour. Changed oh. one, of my, one of my favorite childhood memories is um, my dad, we owned a 57 Chevy pickup, and we had this old mom-and-pop uh, um, auto parts store. And every time my dad went to go get something at the auto parts store, he would get Necco wafers. Oh, yeah. Oh, what are Necco wafers? Necco's are so good, man. Necco wafers are like a mix between a sweet tart and a Tums. Yeah, yes. They're um, chalky as all get-out. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they have like, like a little big. bit of flavor. Oh, real thin. Yeah. How sad. It's like a diet sweet tart. Mark. But that makes I just really remember sad. them. Yeah, I just Nichols remember. Nickels were awesome. Mm-hmm. Mark, I see peanuts in here, Is, and these aren't just any peanuts. Are these like no, honey these roasted? are the honey roasted kind. Okay. Oh. oh, yeah. You have a specific memory behind honey roasted peanuts being a kid? Yeah, yeah. my mom and dad didn't like me to eat them. Oh. <laughs> did they really? have them, and you were not allowed to eat them? They had them. I couldn't you have a couple. Oh, did you guys used to count your desserts when you were kids? Count our desserts? No. Count M and M's and stuff like that. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, s- I sorted out the different colors. No, and I stuff had like video that. games. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's Saturday. I get to count my M and M's. One, two. Uh, so Sorry, you used Mark. to count. You used to count your We're peanuts. Have a conversation later, Jamie. Love you, buddy. You used to count your peanuts. No, they're really good though. Oh, I had two brothers. Okay, mm. three boys. And whenever we got whatever it was, dessert, cookies, anything. Oh, was it to split it equally? We always had to count how many did you get? Um, how many did he get? See, I was an only <laughs> child, so I got the whole the pack. Whole what? pack. That's that why I was a chubby child. little boy. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, well, I do like okay. these honey roast peanuts, okay? So now we're moving on to... Yes, uh, and I think everybody can agree that we all like these. Oh, these are oh, awesome. Yeah. What can you say bad about these? Uh, I have to let you know, Mark, that this is melty. my actual favorite candy. 
Reese's peanut butter cups. That's why they get along so well. Frozen. Wait, frozen, refrigerated, or or room temperature. I like room temperature. I like to melt my mouth. Frozen. I like them. I don't like them frozen. I do like them refrigerated. I also like them all crumbled up on top of ice cream stuff like that. There's no there's no bad way to have a peanut butter cup. I feel like anything with peanut butter is better. I like it frozen because you can separate the chocolate from yes. the peanut butter. Has, that is good. Has the know. peanut butter recipe changed over time on this though? Because it feels like it tastes even less peanut butter-ish than it used to. There's probably less preservatives in it now. Mm, uh, that's true. Yeah. Made with real sugar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> probably. Oh, man. There's less asbestos and uh, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> you used to not be able to light one of those on fire but now they go right <laughs> up. <laughs> You just take them backpacking with you so you can just <laughs> fire starter yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you strike That's two awesome. of them together. There you go. Well, geez. All right. Now we're all eating in the microphone. We haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> the food eating segment. If you're still listening to this. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. Um, That's awesome. Well, Mark, I appreciate you joining us. We'll wrap it up and just say it's awesome. It's always awesome chatting with you. Thank so. you for joining I loved us. it. Thank you for asking mm-hmm. me, man. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We need to have you back on soon. Yes. I would love to do it. Yes, I do want to have a conversation at some point. I'll tease this, and we'll do it in the future. I do want a conversation that plays right into this. I think about set about. Um, I thought you were gonna say sex. Yeah, I was setting. Or you're gonna say sex. I'm out. I'm out. I want to have a conversation <laughs> about sex. Um, no, I'm, about, like I'm interested. Kind of late for that now, Mike. Yeah, but I do want to have a conversation. <laughs> teasing this in the future, having a conversation about um, legacy. And just like considering now, even even you know when you're twenty, thirty, something like that, what's your legacy? And and I think that that's a really a really good conversation to have. So don't spoil it. Oh, yeah. We'll be back on. Yeah. So, um, anyways, but again, thanks, Mark. Hopefully, everybody enjoyed this, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. we're 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 gonna sign off. So well, right. I don't know about anybody else. I had a good time. So the help with the time. rest of them. That's right. <laughs> that doesn't matter. And we will have this documented as a time capsule for all eternity. Yeah. So and I want to throw it as out there. there um, computers yep. yeah subscribe on itunes yes, subscribe please. on spotify yes please yep. whatever subscribing on spotify on is called Bean. if it's subscribing i don't know i think it's following following, following. do whatever you need to do um sign up for these so that they automatically show up on your device yes you guys have done yes, set awesome your notifications job. and it will tell you yeah one and check out. us out on facebook and instagram yes, please. all right everybody thanks for listening i right, love you guys bye